Next on BYU Sports Nation, where my ladies at? A Sweet 16 basketball bash for the Cougars. The BYU women shock another top 20 team to survive in advance. One of the heroes from last night's Hollywood showcase, Jojon Harry, will join us live in studio to profile one of the biggest wins in program history. Plus, BYU Spring Football 101 with one of the Cougars' defensive leaders, Robertson Daniel, also in studio, and a spicy edition of Big Deal, No Deal. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, here is Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Hello, Tuesday, March 25th. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with National Honor Society Honorable Mention. No, not Honorable Mention, first teamer. Jerem Jordan, also a fan of the Backstreet Boys, right? Sure. Okay. Wherever and however you may be joining us, great to have you with us. What a game last night. Oh, yeah. Women. Sweet 16. Yeah. Yeah. Put our hands together for that. Awesome. BYU Sports Nation karma strikes again. For the first time in 12 years, BYU, one of the last 16 teams. And I thoroughly enjoyed watching the entire game. And here's the thing. My satellite provider, there was a glitch. So the part of the screen was blocked. (laughs) And I didn't even care because it was. Like the Nebraska offense. It was a good game. Like, I don't care. It's fine. BYU's winning. If they were losing, then I would have been really mad and probably called them. But it was a fun game to watch. BYU led by 17, shot the lights out, nearly blew it at the end. They come up clutch in the end. They win. Sweet 16, baby. Jojon Harry in the house. She'll join us in about 40 minutes. Join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN. Link up across BYU Sports Nation wherever, whenever, and sound off on today's Twitter question. Sound off, yo. Use hashtag BYUSN. What is the biggest win by a BYU team since August? Any team. So here, here's some ideas just to spurn things. Nebraska, BYU beats Nebraska last night to make the Sweet 16. Football beats Texas. Basketball beats Gonzaga. Stanford, Texas, at St. Mary's. Women's volleyball swept number two San Diego. They beat number 11 Hawaii to make the Sweet 16 at Hawaii. Baseball beat Utah 20-3. Soccer beat Portland on the road 1-0. Softball beat number two, Tennessee. What's the biggest win by a BYU team since August? To me, it's women's volleyball winning at Hawaii to go to the Sweet 16. It's what BYU basketball did last night, but on that team's home court. Yeah. And it doesn't get the exposure that that basketball does. Because it wasn't on ESPN Because it wasn't on an ESPN. But when you beat a team on their home floor who's ranked 11th in the country to go to the Sweet 16 – Wow. Last night was huge. I'm to me, s- it's just not the biggest one. I'm going to say women's basketball because they did it just two days after knocking off another top 20 team to get to the Sweet 16. North Carolina State was 16. Nebraska was 13 in the latest AP polls. So I'm going to go with women's Boom. basketball. Listen to BYU Sports Nation noon Eastern on BYU Radio, Sirius XM Channel 143. Watch the simulcast live on BYU TV and on BYUtv.org. Rise and shout, my friends. It's time for a Sweet 16 edition of What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic 1. Oh, how sweet it is. Eaton into the front court, being guarded by Sample. Gets a pick from Hampson, moving right. Eaton takes it in all the way, tries to lay it up and in. Can't get it to go, but Hampson there for the follow. And Hampson lays it up and in, and she gets fouled. And that might be the first nail in the coffin for Nebraska. Ty Brandenburg on the call last night for BYU Radio from Pauley Pavilion in Los Angeles. BYU upsets Nebraska to advance to the Sweet 16. They beat two top 20 teams in three days. Jeremy just mentioned 16th-ranked NC State, 13th-ranked 
Nebraska, and now they await the winner of St. Joe's and UConn. Let's go Hawks! Let's go St. Joseph's! <laughs> yes, come Woo! on! Pull, I love St. Joseph's sports! the miracle of miracles tonight. Hoops. That game's 7 o'clock on the ESPN family of networks if you're interested in watching the number one team in all of the land. BYU likely will face I'm interested in watching St. Joseph's, personally. The Hawks? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who cares about the Huskies? What a what a game. Let's let's start with Morgan Bailey. Jeff Judkins talked to we talked to him yesterday on the show, live on the phone from LA. He brought up Morgan Bailey and said, She's kind of the player that nobody's talking about, but she's done an amazing job defensively. Not only that, but she was in a mojo last night on the offensive end. Uh bank shots, right, left hand off the glass. She was having her way down low in the post because Jennifer Hampson attracts so much attention. They totally exploited the fact that Morgan Bailey is a really good post player, and she was great on both ends of the floor. Morgan Bailey is Thurl Bailey's niece, and she was awesome. 18 points, six boards. Give some credit to Kim Beeston, by the way, who guarded the leading score, the Big Ten Player of the Year, Hooper, uh, last night. Beeston not involved offensively a ton, but d- was great defensively. Of course, Lexi Eaton uh, has 15. Jennifer Hampson has 15, 14, and 4. And when you say four with her, you, you know it's blocks, not assists. And so what a game from BYU. I mean, they nearly blew it with turnovers and missed free throws at the end, but they hung on and won. And let me point this out. How many centers, men or women, get the ball with two seconds left and seal the game with two free throws? Not That's only, what Jennifer Hampson did. She was awesome. That, not only that, they singled her out. They wanted they her to get the ball. They inbounded the ball to Hampson, which is the easiest inbound <laughs> ever, by the way. Has BYU lost a tip all year? Six foot seven. They have. The I only know that tip. because I, I call oh. most of them. They, they have lost a tip, which is amazing. But still. How? Jennifer Hampson is your clutch free throw shooter. They wanted the ball in her that hands. That was awesome. She stepped up like, all right. That's well, like I'm Minute, make them. That's like Minute Bull being the guy that goes to the line with two seconds left and makes the two to put you up by four and you win. That doesn't happen. BYU clutch. beats Nebraska. We didn't even mention Jojan Harry. Jojan Harry. And, what and she, Stephanie Rivetti. Oh, Rivetti hit some threes. Kylie Maeda had another good game. They combined five for ten from three. Those Man. two. Off the bench. How do you scout that? If you're Nebraska, you're not like you're not thinking, yeah, Harry and Rivetti are really gonna they're gonna they're gonna give us a hard time. Yeah. It was a it was a great team win. Tell you what, we talked about Jeff Judkins and he brought up Morgan Bailey. He had this quiet, calm confidence yesterday, especially about his bigs when he talked to us yesterday. The Big Ten, for some reason, doesn't have as many good big scores like we have. So that'll be a, a, a thing for them they'll have to worry about. So that'll be a good, a good chess match right there. Is who's who's going to win the battle that, that way? We talked about Morgan Bailey's night. 18 points, 6 rebounds, and a block. The brilliance of Coach Judkins in this tournament, we should note. He has put Bailey, and then you mentioned Beeston on, on Nebraska's best player. He's made these defensive adjustments and then had Jennifer Hampson come over with her seven-foot wingspan, standing at 6'7", and play as the help side defender, but you also keep Jen out of foul trouble. And so she if, got into foul trouble last night, and then BYU went on an 11-1 run in a two-minute span. Joe John Harry. They scored 11 points in two minutes. <laughs> wow. By the way, BYU does something that has rarely happened with women's hoops as a 12 seed, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Oh, yeah. Mambo number five. (laughs) (laughs) Three. BYU's just the third 12 seed ever in women's NCAA tournament history to advance to the Sweet 16. 
There are three 12 seats in the men's side. I mean, 12 in the men, it happens all the time. But the women, it does not happen. Third ever to do that. BYU felt like they were grossly underseated, which was fine. BYU is a top 30 team. They went and beat two teams in the teens. I tweeted it out once after they beat NC State, and I did it again last night. 12 seed this! Like and they tagged use, every player on they Twitter. They used that Women motivation, <laughs> and every one of them favorited it. Yep. Nice work, ladies. <laughs> that, that is... That is well played. Again, Joe John Harry will join us uh, coming up in about 35 minutes here on BYU Sports Nation. What a brilliant performance by the ladies last night as they take down Nebraska. Plenty more to discuss. Topic two. Secondary depth, or a secure secondary, I should say. Former Cougar Daniel Sorensen on the plethora of talent coming into the secondary this season. I think they've got a lot of talent, and I think there's going to be some big decisions about where guys are going to play because you got so much talent, I think, um, with Rob that can play corner and play safety, Craig who can play both sides, and he's he's a veteran player there, and you got some young corners coming up, and it's it's going to be difficult. Where Where is all that talent going to fit on the field? And, and Coach Howe's got a, got a unique challenge. No question this is a unique challenge. That's a good problem. It's a great problem. <laughs> when has BYU had that problem? Ever. When have they ever had that problem? Maybe 2012? Maybe? I don't think they were as deep in 2012. But as you pointed out this morning to me, that was a great year for the secondary. Yeah. I mean, Preston Hadley came out of nowhere. He he was fantastic. Uh, And BYU hopes to – they hope to have a good secondary. Now, you're relying on a lot of unknowns. The unknown is, can Robertson Daniel play safety effectively? We're going to talk to him in studio. We're going to ask him about about that transition. Is he a safety? Is he the strong safety? Or do they move Craig Bills to uh, strong safety and have have Robertson Daniel at the free? Is Trenton Trammell going to stay healthy for one? And is he as good as advertised? Is Michael Shelton going to do something? Where does Dallin Levin, Trevor Bateman fit in? How about Sky Povey, who's back for another year? Kai Nakua, Michael Wadsworth. Did you say Jordan Johnson? Jordan Johnson is the known commodity, (laughs) and Craig Bills. Those are the two guys that you know what they're going to do. Chris Badger. Everyone else, you hope that they're good. You hope that they are ballers. I think they are, but let's see. I'm looking at these names, and, and you, the proven commodity you mentioned is Jordan Johnson coming off the torn Johnson ACL. Johnson and Preston Hadley, that's one of the top five cornerback combos BYU's had. Trenton Trammell, super, coaches are super high on his yes. athletic ability, his sounds skill like, set. Sounds like he's going to be a player. Dallin Levitt played as a true freshman. Like he, the, kid, the kid is a competitor. He plays. Michael Shelton, Bron- uh, Bronco Mendenhall, when he, talked about, uh, when he talked about Michael during the recruiting show that we had on BYU TV, he talked about the, how athletic he is, how fast he is. Graduated he never, high school he early. He never gives up. He should be a senior in high school right now. He's enrolled at BYU. He graduated early. And then with Bills Daniel, Chris Badger went to Notre Dame for crying out loud. He was recruited by Notre Dame, he's and a, he transferred. He's a good football player. He can be a good player. Drew Riley, Sam Lee, Jordan Prater. I mean, you have, you have guys. Who's going to actually play and make plays? I'm interested. See, I'm excited about this group a lot. I can't remember a time when BYU had this much depth in the secondary. I can remember a lot of years when the secondary was the weak link. <laughs> a lot. And B- BYU just have to outscore teams. How nice is it to have this changing? For BYU, what BYU does, it's the hardest position to recruit. BYU can get linemen. They can even get quarterbacks. Like skill position, they've proven to get some good players. But cornerback is the hardest position to recruit at BYU. 
We'll be joined by Rob Daniel coming up next on BYU Sports Nation. And while we have this, while we're talking about football, on Saturday, we will have a BYU Sports Nation spring football special. Oh, yeah. Wrapping up the spring football practice, live interviews and reaction. It starts at noon, Mountain Time, 2 Eastern, live on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Oh, by the way, football season not that far away. Countdown to Connecticut. 157. That's one of those awkward syllable situations. And, and probably, if, if, you, if you're talking <laughs> women's basketball, probably four, too. Yeah. Can't, can't, but in all likelihood. Hey, in other news, BYU in Utah tonight. Baseball. Yeah. Watch it on Pac-12 Mountain and listen on BYU Radio. Remember what happened last time? 8 Eastern. 20 to 3. Yep. Yep. That's what they did. What is the biggest win by a BYU team since August, the academic year? That is our Twitter question. At Sky Diz says, men's basketball over Stanford way back in the early, early preseason. That game was hashtag classic. There's some snark there. It was instant <laughs> classic. There's a difference between instant classic and classic. Stanford in the Sweet 16. Oh, what is the strength of the BYU secondary? Why don't we ask one of the guys who sees has a front row view for that matter. Robertson Daniel joins us in studio next. This is BYU Sports Nation. And now, back to more BYU Sports Nation. Here's Price going to air it out. As he throws it right to Robertson Daniel, taking it back inside the 15-yard line. A big play by the BYU defense. Robertson Daniel, interception during the bowl game, the Fight Hunger Bowl against Washington in December. We welcome you back to BYU Sports Nation. Spencer Linton and Jeremy Jordan live from Studio B. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. It airs weekdays, noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain on Sirius XM Channel 143, BYU and the BYU Radio iOS app. BYU Sports Nation is on demand. Watch the show on BYUTV.org slash DVR and listen on BYUSportsNation.com. And a friendly reminder, we'll be at the Blue and White Scrimmage Saturday, 2 Eastern. Reaction from players and coaches live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Oh, by the way, you know, let's get a jump start on that and welcome in one of the BYU football players right now to preview the blue and white scrimmage and also a loaded secondary, Robertson Daniel. Welcome to BYU Sports Nation. Thanks for having me. Brooklyn Nets. You got a Brooklyn Nets hat. You love the Brooklyn Nets? <laughs> yeah, I'm from Brooklyn. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. I've seen a Miami Heat hat on you before, though. I'm a LeBron fan. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Roberts and Daniel joining BYU Sports Nation with Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan, very talented member of the BYU football secondary. Bronco Mendenhall at one point last year said that in terms of a guy that was able to adjust and, and move from boundary to corner and now potentially maybe to safety, you're, you're the guy that is the MVP in versatility. When your coach says that about you, how does that make you feel? Uh, it makes me feel pretty good. It just uh, shows that he has trusted me to play any position on the field. Do you have a preference over whether you play safety or corner as you kind of cross-train during spring at, at safety? Um, I don't really have a preference. I'll just play whatever. What are the differences? What's been the biggest change you noticed between playing cornerback and safety? Um, safety, you're, you're, in a lot of, you're in a lot more plays. Corner, you're in like probably 10% of plays in a game. So, I mean... It's a lot harder to stay focused at corner, whereas safety, I mean, 
everything. You can right look into in front the stands occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, everything's going around. It's kind of like traffic, so you got to stay focused. Let's go back to the uh, what we just heard at the start of the segment. Your interception against Washington that uh, almost changed the game. Bronson Kafusi didn't help with his uh, helmet helmet uh, penalty there. <laughs> I guess they didn't call that one. They called another one. But you make that pick and, and momentum switches. What did it mean to get that uh, interception against Washington? Oh, it meant a lot because we really needed that interception. Um, we were going through a drought both on offense and defense, and that was like a big play. It changed the game a lot. We just didn't execute. Robertson Daniel joining BYU Sports Nation, talented cornerback slash safety slash just defensive star. That's what we'll call you right now. Making a transition potentially from cornerback to safety. Has that been ultimately determined yet? Is, is that going to be an official move? Um, I'm, I don't think so. Um, the coaches haven't told me anything about it right now. I'm just playing both. Daniel Sorensen left some big shoes to fill. Have you had a chance to talk to Daniel about the nuances of playing that position? And if so, what advice did he give you or somebody else that's going to fill in there? Yes, I've had a chance to talk to him. The advice he's given me is just patience. Because when you're playing cat, you need a lot of patience. Get your reads right. That's about it. So are you playing the cat or strong safety? uh, Or are you playing the free right now? I'm playing the cat. You're playing the cat. Okay, so directly uh, replacing Daniel. What kind of responsibilities do you have specifically on the field? Um, run responsibilities, and I'm most of the time the burden player in the defense, meaning <clears throat> when we go single high, I'm the guy who comes down and maybe plays man on the um, slot or in the box. BYU has a lot of talent coming in. We, we've listed the names. Trenton Trammell, Jordan Johnson, both coming off injury. Dallin Levitt, Michael Shelton, Trevor Bateman, then the safeties, Bills, you, of course, Sky Povey, uh, Michael Wadsworth. When it's that competitive, why is that a good thing for this team? Because everyone gets better. And every day you have to compete. No one's um, position is final. So it makes us come out every day and treat it like a game. How has spring ball been so far? Because it's been really quiet in terms of news that's mm-hmm. come out of camp. Uh, but maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. Yeah, it is a good thing. But uh, spring ball has been real edgy. It's been real competitive. Hmm. You know, Offense won't give us any and we won't give them any. And I think that's good for the team. In what way has it been edgy? Um, with the fights and all, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's fighting in football? I heard Just about a... DeAndre Wesley and Craig Bills. <laughs> that's on, the only one I've heard of so far. No, there's been a lot going on, but um, it's just all competitive, just the competitive nature of the players. So it's been good. And at the end of the day, and we've talked about this, uh, at the end of the day, there's one team, but in practice, there's, there's two, two teams. teams. Yes. Can you talk about the, that dynamic? Um, I, mean, I feel like that's the way it's got to be if you want to be a good football team. Um, I mean, when we're, off, when we're off the field, we're one team. Once we're on the field and it's practice mode, it's a Saturday. Every day is a game day, and that's the way we have to treat it. Robertson Daniel, BYU defensive specialist, cornerback slash safety, joining BYU Sports Nation. Rob, BYU is an interesting place, and uh, there are a lot of requirements that are asked of the football players. Why did you feel like you were a good fit for BYU? I just knew rules – isn't hard to follow you know so I I knew that wouldn't be a big problem and I like the defense and the history of the defense that's why I came here Robertson Daniels on BYU Sports Nation every day we count down to Connecticut the first game 157 (laughs) days we've been doing it for like 90 days Um, as we look at the 2014 schedule I guess uh, what are what's a game or two that sticks out to you that you're really excited to play the first two the first first two okay (laughs) Connecticut maybe some some family will show up in that one well, that and because it's the first game of the season. So we get to make a statement that this year we are for real 
and we plan on winning every game. And then obviously the second game because it's after the first. And well, it's at it's at Texas. Yeah. You you know they're up for blood, right? That's gonna be awesome. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it. That I like the raw emotion. Robertson Daniel, Brooklyn Nets fan, LeBron James fan, also a BYU football player on BYU Sports Nation. What does a team want to accomplish in a spring football scrimmage uh, like you're going to have on Saturday? Uh, I think we want to establish where we're at as a team and um, see what works, see what doesn't work. I think that's about it. And then kind of depth chart. How do you gauge progress uh, in a a spring where it seems like this year more than others, you're going to have a lot of additions in the fall that will Mm -hmm. really make up this team? Well, it's just going to show us how good we are because if we can show a solid team right now and we have more pieces coming in, that means we're going to be really good this year. We've thrown you softball so far, but the real question is when LeBron is playing the Nets, who do you cheer for? Yeah, that's all boy. <laughs> I'm cheering for LeBron. Oh, okay. wow. wow. Okay. <laughs> all right. You are a LeBron fan over the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Robertson Daniel on BYU Sports Nation, uh, BYU defensive specialist. You had an interesting year last year. Uh, the defense was good again. Uh, you played a really tough schedule. What was the thing that this team learned the most from last year that will help you moving forward? Team unity. I felt like uh, last year we had um, individuals, and um, this year I don't think we have individuals. I feel like our best players are they are more team unity than anybody else, so therefore we are one. We don't have any individuals off to the side. Robertson Daniels on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, we've been talking about projected starters, and there's a lot that has to happen, but Trenton Trammell is a guy that appears that he's talented enough to start at cornerback. What can you tell us about Trenton Trammell? Trenton is real confident. He has really good feet, and he's a really good corner, especially for coming off um, his ACL injury. I mean, he's showing things that usually guys coming off an injury can't do. Um I think he's going to be a great corner for us this year. And then Jordan Johnson is coming back from injury. Mm-hmm. He's not in spring. But those two look like two solid corners. If you played cornerback last year, you could be in one of those spots or play safety. And then the question is, okay, you have Craig Bills. You know what you're going to get from Craig, mm-hmm. uh, which is good stuff. You're being cross-trained at safety. And then there's other guys. Who are some of these other guys that are sticking out at uh, not only cornerback but safety? Um, I will definitely say Drew Riley and Wadsworth are sticking mm-hmm. out a lot and Sky Povey, obviously. Um, as for our secondary, we have guys like Jurgens, which is a walk-on. He's been is it Mitchell? Yeah, um, he's been playing outstanding. I mean, he's really making a name for himself. Um, Jordan Prater, Dallin Levitt—they're all improving a lot. There's a lot of guys. This is a good problem, right? Yeah, yeah this to is have a that minute. problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah love it. If you can't tell, Robertson Daniel is a man of style, and I know that there are some competitions <laughs> on the football team, perhaps among the athletes, who has the best style of any defender on the BYU football team. Me. Okay? Of course, I was yeah. expecting you yeah. to say that. Why do you vote for you? Because who wouldn't vote for themselves? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. So, Robertson Daniel, the BYU uh, cornerback, and now being cross-trained as a safety. You moved from uh, field to boundary last year, and, and or sorry, boundary to field corner, and that was like a last-minute change. Uh, how does somebody get ready for that and, and make that transition without, frankly, kind of freaking out? I have no idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> I kind of just went into it with confidence and just had faith in my my ability, and that's how I was able to do it. Because at first, it was a little hectic. I didn't know what I was doing out there, but 
I just stayed faithful. How I think they, you faked yeah. it well. Huh? <laughs> if, yeah, if, no. if you didn't think, if you didn't feel like you knew what you were doing, you look like you. Yeah, knew you what looked you were like doing. you knew what you were doing. Yeah. That's how what it's that, supposed to look like. Uh-huh. <laughs> how did that conversation take place? Like, what what coaches were you talking to when you found out that was going to happen? I wouldn't even say it was a conversation. It was more like Jordan's down, you're at field. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and, that, and that was a respectful move because it was okay. Look, you don't play this position, but you're talented enough that to make that switch. Yeah. Did you feel that way? Yeah, that's how I felt. Absolutely. Rob, our Twitter question today is, what is the biggest win of any BYU team across any sport this academic year? So from August until yesterday, what's the biggest win that any BYU team has had? Hmm. BYU versus, I mean, BYU football versus Texas. Okay. That's what a lot of people are saying on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, and we've talked about women's hoops going to the Sweet 16, women's volleyball going to the Sweet 16, basketball beating Gonzaga. But Texas, why Texas in football? I mean, it's a big win as for media and the fans, but for us it isn't a big win because we thought we were going to win. So, therefore, it can't be that big. But Texas, because people weren't expecting us to win. We were the underdogs, and we came in there and we – Practically showed them that we're no team to play with. When did you know that that was going to be a rout? <laughs> when we walked onto the field. Wow. Right then. Okay. I like this confidence, Rob. We need to get you on more. We need, we need the swagger brought into the studio more often. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Keep it coming. Hey, we wish you the best of luck in the spring scrimmage and uh, stay healthy, stay positive. Before you go, we want you to sign our BYU Sports Nation Rise Up flag. Yeah. So if you wouldn't mind Anywhere. giving us your autograph. Mark Herbie Hancock. <laughs> you can follow uh, Rob Daniel on Twitter at the realist one ne. Is that right? Yep. He's the most realist. Yes, he that's is the, the most realist. That's what's going on. That's there. you speak fantastic English, Jerem. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Brooklyn Nets fan, LeBron James fan, and BYU defensive star Robertson Daniel. We appreciate the time, man. We'll talk to you thank soon. You. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. Our Twitter question today is: What is the biggest win by a BYU team since August? Any sport? Any team, Jerem says women's volleyball, getting to the Sweet 16, beating Hawaii on their home court. I say women's basketball because of the two top 20 wins they had in a three-day span. They beat Nebraska, get to the Sweet 16 as well. Rob Daniels says Texas, baby. And that's hard to argue against. Hook them horns, not. (laughs) Yes. Turnovers, Royal Blues, and the Backstreet Boys, big deal, no deal. We'll discuss (laughs) next. This is BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation, sponsored in part by National Processing, credit card processing for your business needs. For the first time ever, the Y Awards are live on BYU TV. And with fans in the Marriott Center, watch it live at 9 Eastern on Wednesday, April 2nd, hosted by the cast of Studio C. And of course, Saturday, 2 Eastern, will be at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, live reaction, a special edition of BYU Sports Nation from the spring scrimmage, baby. Mark it down. We just talked to Robert and Daniel. Planner. Yeah, we just par- talked to Roberts and Daniel. BYU, uh, I've ca- been calling him the defensive specialist because I'm not really sure what to call him right now because he's he's floated from like... He's a safety back. <laughs> yes. He's a, a corner tee. <laughs> he's a corner tee. A corn tee. Okay. Quarantine? No. No, no okay. that's too close Anyways, to that word. moving on. Roberts and Daniel, great stuff from him. I like his confidence, like his swagger. BYU spring football practice this Saturday... It's kind of a scrimmage, but either way, we'll wrap it up with lots of live reaction and interviews with the players and coaches. 
Uh, also recapping the top headlines. If you missed it, then shame on you. BYU women's basketball <laughs> into the Sweet 16. They knock off Nebraska, a four seed, the number 13 team in the country, two days after beating NC State, the number 16 team in the country, and a number five seed. We're talking about on Twitter what is the biggest win of any BYU team this academic year. So from August until today, what's the biggest win of any BYU sports team? Keep your responses coming using the hashtag BYUSN. You know what I want to do right now? Eat food. No deal. Wrong. I want to play Big Deal No Deal. National processing sponsorship of Big Deal No Deal is a big deal. Credit card processing for your business needs. Here's how it works if you're new to the show. We throw out a one-liner, four or five of them, that deal with BYU topics, sports, or just anything that we feel is important to talk about in general. Generally BYU-related, but not 100%. Maybe Maybe some pop culture. And we decide if it's a big deal, no deal. So let's go number one. Big deal, no deal. A center is your clutch free throw shooter in crunch time. This is a big deal. And I, I don't mind it. I think it's a big deal because Jennifer Hampson is 6'7", and she shoots over 70% from the free throw line. That's a big deal, and credit to Jen Hampson because of what she does. The fact that they wanted her to have the ball late in the game, credit to her. Big deal. Big deal. 2.2 seconds left. Your center with the season on the line up to... Puts the game away by making two. I believe that the men's basketball coaching staff has reached out to Jennifer Hampson for some off-season coaching for the bigs. <laughs> yep, I went there. Number She's good at the free throw line. Number two. Big deal, no deal. 15 turnovers and a BYU win. No deal. They won. And, oh, by the way, 15 turnovers is an improvement from every game in the West Coast Conference tournament. <laughs> so, no deal. They're a high assist team, a high turnover team. Doris Burke mentioned that a couple of times last night. I've seen it plenty of times. They turn the ball over a lot. But who cares if you win? You're finding a way. 15 turnovers is an improvement. No deal. I say big deal because they almost lost because of it. Did they, they lose? They kept... No. Okay. They kept turning the ball over. That that was close to costing BYU. So I go big deal, but you, you're right. They won the game. Number three. Big deal, no deal. The Rock welcomes the women's team back home on the tarmac. <laughs> this is a this big is deal good. for like seven reasons. <laughs> One, how in the world does The Rock get onto the tarmac? Isn't that, isn't, aren't there like seven federal laws against? They tweeted about this. Random people being on the tarmac? The single... One guy was the security guard, and he <laughs> fell asleep, and they just walked past him. And then he woke up, and they ke- they're tweeting again. They're like, oh, no, he woke up. He's really mad. It's not our fault. Yeah, it is. It's your fault. Big but deal, no deal. The security guard is asleep. That's the biggest deal. <laughs> security at the Provo Airport. One guy. <laughs> oh, so cool. It's great. I mean, it's almost 2 o'clock in the morning when the team's flying, landing, and there's a nice contingent of Cougar fans to welcome them back. This is a big deal. That's a big deal. That's really cool that The Rock did that, so we applaud them. We applaud the women's basketball team for their accomplishment, and cool that The Rock was there, and not cool that that security guard fell asleep. Come not- on, man! <laughs> Number four. Big deal, no deal. No Royal Blues for the basketball team or baseball team again against Utah tonight. I say no deal. Look, they, the, the fact is they beat Utah 20-3. to three. They were wearing Royal Blues the last time it happened, but who cares? I don't care what you're wearing. If you beat Utah 20-3 to three again, awesome. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we, we can build up any uniform that they're wearing. You can wear yellow and beat Utah 23. I don't care. Do not wear yellow. Yeah, don't wear yellow. Okay. No dill, pickle, and no deal. Deal. As BYU, uh, Royal Blues, whatever. You're right. Just beat Utah. You, you could be wearing shorts and a T-shirt, and you could be wearing capris. Just beat Utah. Okay. 
Fair enough. Why am I yelling? Because it's because it's Utah. Because it's why. fun. Number five. Big deal, no deal. BYU men's volleyball, sixteen and two since an zero and two start. You know what I think on this? Big deal. Not to be confused with big deal. <laughs> deal. Okay. This is a big deal. Spencer because Linton from Clinton. BYU men's volleyball. <laughs> how how many teams start zero and two and bounce back this way? You lose your first Bring two em. games of the season, and then you bounce back and play this way. All the credit to the men's volleyball team for going 16-2. and two. They're the number three team in the country. They fell out of the top ten rankings. Did they not? No, they fell to Number nine. nine? Okay, yeah. so when was the last time they were number nine? Talk about a shot to the 1873. confidence. 18-73. Big deal, BYU, 16-2. They are back up to number three. Big deal. Uh, BYU's played really, really well since then. BYU has six matches left. If they win four, uh, they lock up the number one seed in the conference tournament. Number six. Big deal, no deal, and I can't believe I'm reading it. The Spice Girls and Backstreet Boys talking world tour. <laughs> yeah. Can we add enormous, enormous I deal? Of, I can't think of a bigger deal. An enormous deal. The Spice Girls and Backstreet Boys are talking about a world tour. Talk about two bands that shaped the 90s, that, that shaped our culture. Listen, just tell me what you want. What you really, really want. I was waiting for that. I want it that way. Oh, I'm oh not, yeah. I'm not singing it. Oh, whatever. You're a Backstreet Boys fan and you know it. Sure. Yeah, you are. So don't I'll, act like I'll, you're go, not. I'll go big deal. Okay. Why? They said maybe. So No, I'm changing. Audible. <laughs> Omaha. Omaha. No deal. They're not even, it's not even official. Brian Luttrell of the Backstreet Boys told the British newspaper, The Sun, Who? that they are discussing. Brian, you should know. I don't know who that is. You had a poster of him on your wall. (laughs) No, I did not. My two sisters, yes, they did. Yes, they did. Very good. Wow, what a big deal. Why did we spend more time on that one than any other? We didn't. It just seems like that because we're talking about the Backstreet Boys. Uh, Our Twitter question today is, what is the biggest win by any BYU team since August? At JSJ35 says, beating Texas, blowing up the Texas football program, and (laughs) then beating them in basketball for good measure. This is the year that BYU beat Texas in football and basketball. Remember that. We own the Longhorns. We own the Longhorns. Hey, she hit a couple of big threes. In fact, I can think of three enormous threes last night to propel the Cougars into the Sweet 16. She'll join us live in studio next. Jojan Harry of BYU Women's Basketball on BYU Sports Nation next. This is Nate Austin, and you are tuned in to BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio. Off the inbound, Zojan Harry, good feed from Maeda, and Harry able to bank that one up and in, and the BYU lead back to a dozen. Ty Brandenburg on BYU Radio from Pauley Pavilion in Los Angeles last night, calling one of the many highlights from Zojan Harry, BYU women's basketball, the Cougars defeat Nebraska to move on to the Sweet 16. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B. This is a good day, man. It is a good good day. day. It's going to be a good week, and Saturday as well. 2 p.m. Eastern, BYU, the spring scrimmage from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. We'll be there with a special edition of BYU Sports Nation uh, with live reaction from players and coaches Saturday to Eastern. There's also something else Saturday. Yes, there is. 
It's the Sweet 16. Yes, it is. <laughs> BYU and UConn. And with that, well, yeah. If they uh, beat St. Assume, Joe's. Assuming they beat St. Joe's, Saint which Joseph. is like 99.99999% chance. But Go Hawks. that's why they play the game, right? And with that, we welcome in Jojan Harry of BYU Women's Basketball to the set. Fresh off the plane, basically. You got in around 2 o'clock in the morning last night. Eight and a half uh, hours ago. Uh, and now you're here, here you're in studio with us. Uh, what has the last 12 hours been like for you? It's been crazy. <laughs> um, at, during the game, it was emotional up and down, and everyone was screaming and going crazy. And then after the game, everyone was all excited. And then uh, we talked to friends and family and fans that were all out there after the game and got on the bus, went back to the hotel, showered up, got our, all our stuff packed up. We had pizza waiting downstairs. We took it with us, got on the plane. Flew back. Everyone was excited. Had another party crazy. waiting for you at yeah, the airport. We had a welcoming committee there, and oh my gosh, it was just so exciting. It's been awesome. I still am like, can I pinch myself? Like, is this really <laughs> happening to us? It's so awesome. Take us back to the uh, hotel where did you get a crunch bar again from the hotel, or we, did the... we didn't? Okay. Didn't. Well, the one was good. The one was good. Though. The one was good. Well, yes. they didn't give you one. We would like to give you one. Here, here is a crunch bar <laughs> for you. coming up big Thank in you. crunch time Thank yesterday. You. <laughs> well played. And if you're not familiar with what happened, the hotel after BYU beat NC State left crunch bars on all the beds of the players and coaches, saying congratulations on playing well in crunch time. We did check with NCA compliance or BYU compliance to make sure that this is not an NCA violation. <laughs> we are we're in the clear. We're just want to make sure. We are giving you the gift of the Crunch Bar. Jojan Harry of BYU Women's Basketball, one of the stars from last night joining us in studio. Let's, let's go back to, I think there were about 10 minutes left in the game. Nebraska's making a serious push to get back in it. Jen Hampson picks up her fourth foul. And in comes Jojan Harry. And you go on this crazy run. What's going through your mind when you think, oh man, our star's on the bench. Something's got to happen. Why did you feel like, you know what, it's got to be me? Um, well, the whole game, every time we went back to the bench, um, Kim kept telling us, you guys, we're going to win this game on defense. We're going to win this game on defense. And obviously coach Dudkins, he always emphasizes defense. So I just knew my role was to come in and play the best defense I could. And then what I know that when I play well defensively, that my offense kind of just takes care of itself. And so came in and tried to defend my best and, when we went down to the offensive end, they were sagging off of me because they're doubling in on the post. They're making Disrespect. Sure, making sure Kim and Legs didn't get shots. And so I was like, Jetty's like, if they're going to leave you open, take the shot. And uh, they just felt good and just took them confidently. The first one goes in. And then that at that point, you probably want the ball again, don't you? <laughs> pass me the ball. Three for five from three. And, and after the game, I heard Dave Pash uh, in, a, in a web hit say that you only hit four threes in conference yeah. play. Is that right? I think so. And then you hit three last night. <laughs> uh, three for five, 11 points in 17 re, uh, minutes. You talked about playing defense during that spell. But, but the next two minutes, you guys scored 11 points yeah. in two minutes. You go on an 11-1 run. That really, uh, if it felt like to me, that gave you the confidence that you would be able to hold on and win the game. Oh yeah, at that point. Oh yeah, we just—you could feel it. The energy on the bench in the arena. We just knew we were going to win that game, no doubt. Jojan Harry, BYU women's basketball, one of the heroes from last night's game, hit three enormous three-pointers to help the Cougars extend the lead late in the second half and ultimately hold on to upset Nebraska. 
Jeff Judkins is one of my favorite people. He had this, <laughs> he had this cool, calm confidence about him when we were talking to him on the phone yesterday. Uh, and it seemed like you just showed up like we, ex- we expect to win this game. How, how did that feeling take over in your locker room as you take on a powerhouse like Nebraska? Um, there, we talk about it all the time how, I mean, we lost in the conference championship to Gonzaga and we keep saying there has just been a different feel about it. Um, with our first game against NC State and then against Nebraska yesterday, there was just an awesome feel. We just came in knowing, hey, we can do this. We can beat anybody if we come in and we play our game. And we just came in and we knew it from the start, from the tip-off. We just knew we were going to win. As a 12 seed, obviously it looks like you should have been seeded higher, maybe an 8 or 9. But once you got to 12 seed and you saw who you were playing and you kind of get the scouting report and figure that out. Did you guys have a strong sense of, hey, this could really happen. We could we could go to the Sweet 16? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As soon as we're like, it came up so fast, too. We weren't ready for it. We thought it was going to take a while because two years ago, we waited forever to see where we were going. And so it came up so fast and we're like, oh, my gosh, we're going. We're 12. <laughs> and then we looked at the bracket and we're like, guys, this is set up perfectly for us. Like, we can do this. We're getting to the Sweet 16 this is going to happen. This is our year. Zojan Harry of BYU Women's Basketball on BYU Sports Nation. You're only the third 12 seed to ever advance to the Sweet 16 in this women's basketball tournament. And there's just there are some dominating programs on the women's side. There, there's not as much parity as the men's side. So to do something like that, what does it mean to the team? And, and what, what, was, what were you talking about last night when you realized, man, we, we did something that hardly any teams have done? Uh, we just kept saying, we're here, we're here. Like... This is going to be so great for us, especially because coming from the West Coast Conference, like we're not one of those big conferences, so we don't just get automatic bids all the time. And so this is huge for us and huge for our program for the future. And let people really know, like, BYU and basketball is good. We're really good. And Jimmer Fredette tweeted this morning, congratulations as well. Oh. So he was paying attention. Thanks, Jimmer. Would you, uh, <laughs> hi, Jimmer. Uh, would you trade a Sweet 16 berth for a conference uh, regular and tournament championship? Like, would you rather be BYU than Gonzaga? They're uh, out. Oh. And you're in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I would rather be BYU any day. <laughs> I looked at that and I thought, you know what? As long as you can advance in the tournament, it really doesn't matter what you ended up doing. Although I guarantee your goals were, hey, let's win the regular season. Let's win the tournament. Yep. But you're in the Sweet 16. Yep. Now you look ahead a little bit to Saturday. Who are you going to play? They play tonight. Is the team going to watch the St. Joseph's-UConn game together tonight? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> How big a St. Joseph's fan are you today? Um, Actually... We want to play UConn. Oh, wow! Yes! Good answer! We, Good we, answer! We, we want to play UConn bad. <laughs> I mean, what a great opportunity. We get to play the number one team in the country. Play Gino Ariema, and I get to play one of my friends, Kalina Mosqueda-Lewis, and so, hey, bring it on. I bring like on it. the Huskies, because like, that's going to happen. I like the fact that you <laughs> used the word get. We get to play UConn. That's something that Bronco Mendenhall talked about, the football coach, when he said we've, we've switched our mentality in BYU athletics of instead of we have to, we, we get to play yep. those teams. They play you. Exactly. UConn <laughs> will play BYU. That's what's going to happen. And they were the and they were the unanimous number one uh, coming out of there. I want I want to ask you about um, Magic Johnson. You meet Magic Johnson. You're one of the close ones to him in that picture, and your oh, yeah. smile is as big as it can get. It's 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 almost <laughs> as big as it is right now. <laughs> what oh, was yeah. that like? 
amazing. I am the biggest Laker fan. Oh my gosh! So still me, this year, you're still a Laker fan. Oh, all, oh okay. Yeah. Just checking. Always. Just checking. Do the good, the bad, and the ugly. You're like, a true. You're a true we fan. We will be back. We will be back. I. That was such a surreal moment. We were sitting in California Pizza Kitchen, and someone says, Magic Johnson just walked by, and we're all just like, oh my gosh, what? what? So we're like climbing over everybody, running out. We run down the street after him, and like he was so awesome, so nice, like more than willing to take a picture with us, which is congratulations, gave us all knuckles, and like... Oh my gosh, that was an amazing moment. I met Magic Johnson. I guarantee he was watching last night. Like he 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 heard about this. It was it was like the number one trending thing on. It was the homepage of ESPN. You upsetting Nebraska. So I'm yep. guessing Magic saw that. Yeah. Bigger moment: meeting Magic Johnson or going to the Sweet Sixteen. Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's tough to beat that. I don't know if you're going to see any celebrities in in Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah. I know that Larry. I know that Larry the Cable Guy is a big time Nebraska guy. He's coming but... to Orem uh, in like a month. <laughs> You, you. <laughs> like, well, of course he is. Jojon Harry of BYU <laughs> Women's Basketball and BYU Sports Nation. Your smile is, is worth a million bucks right now. Congratulations on a big win. Uh, we hope that you get a nap at some point today. But before you go, but go to class. Uh, we, we want you to partake of a tradition we have here on set, and that is to sign our BYU Sports Nation Rise Up sign flag. flag. And in silver. Yes. That way we can say we knew Jojon Harry one day. What's the origin of your name before we wrap with you, by the way? Um, my parents actually made it up. They just got creative with me and all my siblings' names. So. What are your siblings' names? Zakil, Zanjay, Zakai, Zariah. Wow. They all start with X, too. That's awesome. Okay. Now here's my next question. Do you <laughs> pronounce, like, I want to hear you pronounce your name. Zojan. Okay. Oh, Zojan. With a Z. With the yes, Z. Z sound. Not Zojan. Yeah, Zojan. Yep. The most unique name at BYU. Jimmer <laughs> thinks your name's unique. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the time. Congratulations. Good luck in the Sweet 16. Up next, a loaded Cougar whip around and a top two ranking. This is BYU Sports Nation. This is Tyler Haas, and you are tuned into BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out. Two things. Backstreet's back, maybe. And also, let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Women's basketball. Second free throw from Hampton, up and in. So BYU up by four with 2.8 seconds left. Coach Junction hollers out, just don't foul. Nebraska will inbound. Laddermill gets it, tries the half-court heave. Can't get it to go, and the buzzer's down. Your Brigham Young University Cougars keep on dancing. Keep on dancing. Ty Brandenburg on the call live on BYU Radio yesterday. 12-seed BYU beats 4-seed Nebraska 80-76 to to advance to the Sweet 16 Saturday against the winner of 1-seed Connecticut and 1-seed Connecticut. Oh, they play 9-seed St. Joseph's, I guess. Morgan Bailey led the Cougars with 18 points. Jennifer Hampson, 15 points, 14 boards, 4 blocks. Eaton also scored 15. You can listen to that game Saturday live on BYU Radio on and on any ESPN. Zojan we'll Harry just said, we want Connecticut. Absolutely. First Sweet 16 for Brigham since 2002. Baseball. BYU plays at Utah tonight. March 4th, the two teams met. BYU won 20 to 3. Watch it live on the Pac-12 Mountain and listen live on BYU Radio Sirius XM Channel 143. Men's Volleyball. 
The Cougars climbed to number two in yesterday's ABCA poll. The Cougars host number five, Santa Barbara, and number nine, UCLA. This weekend, both live on BYU TV. Softball. How dare I call that team the number three team in the country earlier in the show? I'm sorry, volleyball. Number two. Uh, Softball, BYU hosts the number three, Oregon Ducks, in a revenge game for last week's Tournament loss. Watch it live, 8 Eastern on the W.TV. Tomorrow, we put a bow on the men's basketball season. Tyler Hawes and Tim Lacombe in studio. And Friday, one Michael Elisa will join us as well. And we remind you, Saturday, 2 Eastern, BYU Sports Nation, live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. The spring special will have live reaction with players and coaches right after the scrimmage. For those of you listening live on BYU Radio or watching live on BYU TV, up next... They have the Tuesday devotional from the Marriott Center. Chad Lewis, BYU football star, will be the keynote speaker. And Taysom Hill will give the invocation a sophomore majoring in finance. That's it. Yeah, that's what the label is. Also, he plays quarterback for BYU. The biggest man on (laughs) campus, the BMOC. Rise and shout today. I want to say the whole women's basketball team. Just what a performance. I mean, you had tremendous performances from Bailey, Hampson, Eaton, Beeson on defense, Jojon Harry, who we talked to, Stephanie Rivetti, the coaching staff, everybody, the fans that showed up there, the fans at the airport. Yes. I mean, that was an event. That was, one of the, that was one of the best games played, performances, whatever you want to call it, uh, all season for BYU sports. That was tremendous. By the way, volleyball and basketball in the Sweet 16, soccer in the second round. Great year for women's sports at BYU. The fact that the men's team got in the tournament and not as one of the final four in. I, yeah. yeah, I'm just mm-hmm. isola- isolating yeah. uh, women's that, sports that, won, that they've yeah, done really absolutely. well. Two su- sweet 16. Can we get the tournament train whistle, please, for the BYU women's team? Thank you. Yeah, we, that, that should have been played long ago. They are on their way to Lincoln, Nebraska. And oh, by the way, what is the biggest win by any BYU team since August? That is our Twitter question today. You got tweets. At I underscore Pitta the Fool. I will say the biggest win will come this weekend when BYU women's basketball knocks off UConn. If that happens, no question. That would be hands down. uh, At Coach Nick Howell, the secondary coach. Fastest way for slimming 25 pounds of fat in just a two to four week span. (laughs) Coach, you've You've been been spammed. You've been spammed on on Twitter. At Crazy Cook Fanatic. For pride, baseball's beatdown of Utah. Mm. Yeah. For glory, football's win over <laughs> Texas. And for heart-stopping thrills, football win against Houston. That's well cogitated. Yes, it is. At Tasha Lynn 19, definitely football versus Texas. Hashtag run, taste some run. And second place in my book goes to beating St. Mary's twice in hoops. Okay. Uh, we got someone tweeting us that the biggest game will be when BYU Volleyball wins the national championship this year. That hasn't happened yet. Bring on Loyola. That hasn't happened yet. Thanks to our guests, Robertson Daniel, Zojan Harry, as we learned, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation for show links and much more. Episodes of the show on demand, BYUSportsNation.com, every afternoon. You missed. <laughs> and on BYU, he here. just tried to throw a tennis ball at me. How I dare throw you? Something at you. For Jerem Jordan, I'm Spencer Linton. <laughs> a shout out to Aaron Thorne. BYU Sports Nation, back to work tomorrow.